Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm here this afternoon with Bill Arinder. Hello, Bill. Good afternoon, Larry. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to be on. Those I'm really looking that... forward to this, Larry. This is going to be fun. I've been looking forward to doing it for a long time. Yeah, Bill is going to be interviewing me on this, and uh, I'm on the hot seat. And uh, uh, the thing for those of y'all uh, who've listened to the podcast, you know about Bill. Bill is a uh, legend in business, has spoken. He's been the keynote speaker at hundreds and hundreds of events all over North America and Canada. And uh, he's always the speaker on the agenda that people get most excited about hearing if he's going to be on, everybody's in the room. So Bill, it's exciting always to talk to you and uh, uh, I'll do my best to uh, not be boring on this thing to give, come up with something for you, but uh, I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, you know, Larry, the things I want you to talk about um, have to do with the foundational thinking that caused the growth of your company over 38 years plus, and uh, without, uh, continu it was continuous growth. And there's, you laid the foundations early on that caused that. And then everyone in the company now is enjoying and seeing the, uh, the great leadership that's coming out even 38 years plus years later. And, uh, but I remember when you and I first got started, you were not what you are today. Uh, you're, you're okay, you're, you know, you're a, a producer, you're, you're recruited, you built, but, nothing great and then you went to North Carolina and you kind of simmered there it seemed like for six months or a year and then something happened and uh the what it, the transformation took our breaths away the numbers you start uh, uh creating the income you had seemed like it was overnight and what what was the trigger point? What were those, the mindset um, that caused that? It wasn't sudden, I know, but what, what, what started all that? Well, I was always simmering, trying to uh, do something great, put something great together. But a lot of it is finding where to start you know you want to build a bonfire but you you can't get a spark you know <laughs> so you you see uh the people they they rub uh rocks together and get a spark and you try that and then that doesn't work then you get a stick and rub that together but i mean a lot of it was trying to get a spark and a nucleus and uh you know get something going and i did what I knew to do and what I could control, which was get better and do what 
I think is the best thing to do at all stages. And this is why I'm do, I do the uh, uh, big hitter call with a company and why I do the, the Million Dollar Mastermind podcast here is, you know, follow the leaders, follow the people who are actually getting it done because they know things, they do things, they understand things, and they're the ones to follow and get your stuff from. And uh, it's not that you're going to copy everything, but that's where you can find your missing pieces. And so that's why I was such a big student of you uh, and Art, Bob Turley, and different ones in the company. Uh, because I knew I was missing something and I was just trying to put it together. But along the way, you pick up uh, strategies, you pick up uh, experience, you pick up relationships, which inform you that, you know, a failure today can lead to a success tomorrow when you get in that same kind of situation. And so, you know, I was accumulating experiences, but it's painful when you don't have a team, you don't have an organization. Uh, you see that all the time, people running for president, they're all over the country and the media is following them, buses, planes, every, you know, helicopters. Uh, they, they, they don't have a minute, a second to themselves 24 seven. And then the minute they lose the election, the next morning, I'll never forget the story of John McCain at 10 a.m. in Phoenix, uh, standing in line in Starbucks, getting his own cup of coffee the day uh -huh. after, the morning after he lost the election, you know, and, uh, you know, nobody talking to him. <laughs> and uh, uh, before that, I mean, you, you know, you would kill for just a second of his time to ask him a question and whatever. But. You know, without a team, you you could be the same person. Andrew Cuomo's finding that out right now. Without a team and uh, a situation, it's hard to really uh, show what you can do. Uh, you know, I remember I've been down skiing in uh, Portilla, Chile, and uh, it you know this big hotel, which is like a cruise liner. Uh, on ground there's the only hotel in the whole resort and so they've got one of everything there they have a nightclub and at night they had this great band and all of a sudden out of the crowd this guy got up who's one of the guys listening you know he's he's a tourist or you know, someone staying at the hotel for the week skiing he gets up kind of a friendly guy brings his can of beer got his glasses rumpled and they somehow they knew he was a drummer and were going to let him sit in so he got, he walks up, he was this big, big, uh, kind of dumb looking, nobody, uh, friendly, but quiet. They put it behind the drums and he became a monster. <laughs> it was just like a transformation. So you need a setting, you need a, uh, uh, someplace where you can show what you can do. And in the beginning, you got to put that together and it just takes time. And it, the one thing you can be sure of is going to be worth whatever it takes because while you're putting things together, you are learning stuff and you're gonna to need to learn all of it. It's all necessary, unfortunately. And so I was learning things and, uh, you know, occasionally you'd have a little success, but what, what causes you to get 
big is sustained success. And that's why I wrote the book Serial Winner, you know, going from success to success to success, where you're not the, the opposite of that bill is floundering. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, uh, you get sick of floundering and starting over all the time. So I did hear all the things everybody else heard, but it seemed to stick with me more, you know? And uh, they say the people who do well in certain activities is because they love it more, they take it more serious. Well, one thing I took, you know, I despise floundering. I didn't like not like it. I loved winning. One thing, one thing I learned from uh, high school sports, winning is better than losing. That's one thing I've got in common with professional athletes. I, I like winning. Unfortunately, I didn't have the physical tools to be able to go to college and pros, but I like competition and winning. It gives you a chance to win. It gives you a chance to measure yourself, to accomplish, and to get in a setting where you can do things. And, and the deal is you get better, you get worse. That just hit me hard because since I liked winning, you know, also I went through all kind of uh, downs, you know, I, I had the degree from Georgia Tech, I went out, got the great job. I was a big superintendent in building houses, until uh, Jimmy Carter ran the country into the ground, I, I blame him. And, uh, you know, the economy went down the toilet. And uh, we couldn't, people couldn't get loans. And so I was out of a job, we were home builders in North Atlanta. We did a great job. I'm the one who actually built the stupid houses. And the guy that I, after I left the company, because I had to go because he didn't have enough to pay my salary and his salary. He and his wife had a prayer meeting the night before. And they, miraculously, the Lord voted in favor of their family getting the money instead of me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I'm suddenly, the week before it had come back through the grapevine, where I had bought something on credit for a Christmas present for my wife. And it came back to the grapevine that uh, when he, they were doing reference checks and they, he had told them that I would be in business with him for the rest of his life. You know, so I, I was on the impression I had incredible job security. And then like three days before Christmas, 7 a.m. in the morning out in Roswell, a subdivision in Roswell, Georgia, I get the news that uh, it's over. And so quite a shock. And so, you know, I didn't know how to handle it. I had always been, I'd always been successful, you know, president of the school, president of the National Honor Society, lettered in every sport, uh, you know, applied to one college, uh, got in. Uh, and, uh, you know, I wasn't used to being thrown out in the street. And so I was reeling, you know, I went, I said, one thing I'm going to do, I'm not going to take the first, I'm not going to just take any job. I'm going to take the time, catch my breath and find something I can get excited about where I can be independent, where I can make at least above average income. And so, you know, not a ton of those places out there. I knew it was probably something to do with sales because I knew enough about how the, the world worked. And uh, it took me nine months. But during that nine months, I was on unemployment for a period of time. I was on food stamps. And, uh, you know, that's a great experience because, uh, you know, 
I had never had those kind of negative things. I'd always been on the top of everything. But you get to where, you know, you despise that. It's not that you don't like it. You despise it. And so when I heard grow or die, Bill, that did something different to me than just a little fact, a little trivia question. It was like at every stage of your life, in every area, you know, your relationship with your kids, your, your spouse, your business, your health, if you're not improving, you're going to die. Now, the die process, it happens slowly. You know, it's like how you boil a frog, you know, and uh, tell him he's going to get a bath and put him in a nice, cool uh, pot of water on the stove. And when he's not looking, turn on the burner. And then eventually, by the time he realizes it's hot, he's, he's boiled to death. And so that's how dying happens. Hey, listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. I knew the first stages of dying and uh, I would be, you know, left to my own devices. If I didn't look at the numbers, if I didn't, if I wasn't honest, I could lie to myself and I would have already started dying. So I had ways, I put things in place to where I could measure. Uh, I always had projects, I always had, you know, something a little bit bigger, something a little bit more exciting, something different, something new, to where I could uh, demonstrate uh, we're getting better. And in the business, uh, you know, because the thing, the dying process is so seductive. Because you go into this thing where you, uh, you know, you make excuses. That was a fluke. It wasn't my fault. And then uh, eventually you start to realize, well, maybe it was my fault. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then it's like by the time uh, uh, you realize you got to turn things around, now you're really down the toilet. And now you go to work and then it takes another period of time before you know, the, the line, the improvements and the benefits start to kick back in and you climb back up to where you started. That's why I was, you know, I had numbers to show that if you ever had a recruiting slump, Bill, I mean, I had, I used to get, at one period of time for 10 years, I got daily downloads off the mainframe in Atlanta uh, onto my computers. I had $100,000 a year uh, tech guy working and I had charts and graphs on all of my guys I could show you thousands of examples of if somebody had a recruiting slump in a month it would last average at least minimum five months because wow. the first month they'd say well that's not right I sent in a bunch of recruits and uh, they didn't get on the computer and then the second month they'd say huh all those recruits I thought I had they're still not showing up where's all that by the third month, they're realizing, wait a minute, uh, 
we have really stalled out. The fourth month, they start to get themselves some game plans and some effort going to turn things around because they really realize they got a problem. And then the fifth month, they uh, uh, start, it takes five months before bigger numbers start to come back in. You know, there's a time lag on results. And so I just despised a slump. Even by, you know, if we were going to grow recruiting, which was uh, my, I knew for us to expand around the country and, you know, take event, we're only doing 1% of the market. So I said, you know, we, we've just got to need a ton of people. And so you got to recruit them and then you got to process them and train them and develop them. And the first thing is that I could control is bigger and bigger recruiting numbers coming in, uh, you know, stuff the pipeline and then improve your, you know, improve every step of the pipeline uh, was, was the follow through. And so I figured if I could out recruit people, out promote them, you know, out train them and out promote them and we could have good quality business, nobody could stop us. And it all started with that recruiting number. So I was a maniac about recruiting growth because I did believe that uh, if you're not growing, you're going to uh, uh, flatline, then you're going to slump. Because what happens is when you don't grow, you get bored and your mind wanders. It's just, if you want to control yourself, grow. <laughs> You want to keep, you know, because what happens is when you grow, your organization is having success and they're challenged and they're happy because they're, they got more things to do. I promise you the people at Tesla are not flipping quarters, uh, second guessing uh, uh, must decisions on this, that, and the other. They're running like dogs just trying to keep up with these, these, uh, production quotas and everything open factories and doing this that, and the other and so the thing and you know getting bonuses in the process so if you slow down your organization goes stale too and then people start you know the idle people that are idols become busybodies they stick their nose in other people's business yeah, yeah. They complain about stuff and uh it's just like you you know if you're driving your car and you go uh, to the store and you're driving like 15 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone, uh, your mind is going to wander. You know, it, it's just, that's what the mind does. It, unless you, you know, hit the speed limit and make some progress, your mind is going to wander. You're going to notice, oh, I've got an itch in my butt. You know, I've got a, I'm hungry. I need to get something to eat. And uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so all these, all of this stuff in a bit plays out in business in distractions because the minds are wandering. You know, the people don't recognize the real problem. The problem is, you know, my people are just creating problems. Yeah, because you're not growing. <laughs> you know, you're not challenging yourself. You're not, you're not raising everybody's expectation. You haven't put a bigger goal out there. You haven't, uh, got them excited about doing something uh bigger faster quicker better uh making a you know a noise for a name for themselves you know yeah there's no, that's the job of the leader 
And so, you know, it's like we, we were talking in the past where I said, like the Joe Covington guy was one of the phenomenal people we had in the 80s. He's, he would say, I spend 90% of my time thinking about how to, and thinking and working on motivating my people. And what he was saying was, uh, he spent the bulk, rather than administration, rather than this, that, and the other, he knew he had to keep growing. And so to do that, he had to keep challenging those people, you know, selling them on uh, doing, it, doing it bigger, making improvements uh, as a team, going after, you know, bigger projects, bigger expansion. You know, like John Addison used to say, you know, a company or a team, you have to have a, a new beachhead somewhere, something new you know, some kind of new product or new innovation or uh, you got to grow. So I think I had that mainly at my core because I was on the bottom, Bill, and I despised it. And then when we fought our way up to the top, I knew that death comes quicker than growth. You know, you chop a tree down that took a hundred years to grow, you chop that down in a few minutes. And with a chainsaw, less than that. So I knew that uh, growth takes time and you have to make it happen. But if you don't make it happen, the unraveling can come very, very quick. And I just didn't want to have to do it again. I just enjoyed living the, the growth, winning, success life, and seeing success happen to our people. And, you know, you know I just uh, like winning better. You know, I just like winning better. Well, that's a good place to stop, Larry. So uh, let's stop right there for a few moments, and we'll get back in a second. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Whitell and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.